welcome back to another episode of Sales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. Did you notice the double pregnant pause? So it must the be double pregnant pause. Must be Tom, Tommy boy <laughs> in the house. If I'm double pregnant, pregnant pause, I like that. <laughs> All good announcers, podcast aficionados, producers <laughs> slash hosts have their signature. Oh, thing. we sure do. And you got yours, Scott. I do. I do have mine. Well, mm -hmm. I am so excited to have Tom back on the show because today we're going to talk about what are you really selling, right? Mm. And I'm not going to give away that it might not be what you think it is. Uh, but first, I know there's something cold, frosty, and refreshing in front of me. How about you? <laughs> no. I'm skipping today. I'm skipping that. We're just going to focus on your beer. Are you fasting? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I got, I'm about to work out here. So, you okay. know, I need, I, I just, and I don't want to fake it for the audience. I understand. You know, I'm so authentic. Brene Brown says I need to be authentic. Be authentic. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not drinking a cold frosty. I don't want it to, uh, I gotta say, I gotta get in shape, Scott. I just well, turned 60. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. 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 No. That's out there now. No, it is out there. Mm -hmm. Yes. It was Memorial Day, was it not? Yes, it was. It was Memorial Day. Happy so, belated birthday. Yeah. So I'm going to have one less beer per year. Okay. <laughs> That's quite the sacrifice yeah. you're undertaking. I'm going to dial it down. Yes. One take less it back beer. a notch. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, let me talk a little bit about this India Pale Ale called mm. Laser Snake 3 <laughs> Floyds. This, I mean, this can, I just wish you guys could see this, is just quite, quite, quite the can. 7.0. Oh. Show it to me. I want to see the laser snake. Yeah, can. check out that laser snake drawing. Can you see that? Oh, that's great. I mean, that thing <laughs> that, is that, that's, uh, all the that colors of the rainbow. cold, frosty, and refreshing. It is cold, frosty, mm -hmm. and refreshing. Laser snake is a good old-fashioned India pale ale brewed with special, well, I've never seen this word before in my life, brewerian hops. That give Laser Snake its smooth, non-filtered appeal mm. to all craft beer and smooth. macro enthusiasts. Drink up. Well, let's see what we do. With that. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm -hmm. well, How is, is it? Smooth. It is very smooth, actually. I, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, the 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 deep IPAs, but um, this probably has a few IBUs to it. Cannot mm -hmm. seem to find it on the can, but it's very tasty, and I'm happy to have it. Been a long day, so. And hot. You, you deserve that beer. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, let's talk a little bit about this idea of what we really sell. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you know, most sellers probably think they sell a product. They, right. they most likely think they sell a solution or a service, right? Mm -hmm. It's got some sort of tangible ROI, right? With the right. air quotes. Some kind of business benefit, financial benefit. Yeah. But I think you're going to tell us something unique and different. Uh, I doubt we're just going to talk ROI today. I think we're going to talk about yeah. something. At well, a it's moment. funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I bumped into this question recently. I think I was reading something, and the question was posed, what do you sell? Right. Um, and it really got me thinking. I think most people would, would when, you're asked, when you're asked that question, most people think about their solution. Yeah. Or their product or their service. It's like, I sell this thing. I sell this solution. And then I think, oh, well, you know, we're going to talk about the benefit of the solution. I don't sell the solution. I sell the benefit. Well, that's true. But then when most people think about the benefit, they think of the financial or business benefit. I'm either going to make you more money or I'm going to save you money. 
Yep. And, and actually, really not what you're selling. What you're really selling is an emotion. You know, now if somebody, you know, and I think this is probably the small percentage of customers that we work with as a seller um, that fall into this category. There are people like, I need to buy your thing and I'm looking for it and I want to buy it. Yeah. Right. And so sure. it's like, yeah, you know, I need a copier. I need to sell a copier. But where we win against the competition or create a wider audience for our solution is when we learn or maybe even change dramatic beliefs about what solution is needed is when we tap into the emotions. We've got to get them to emotionally experience the solution that we offer. That's what you're really selling. You're selling some sort of emotion, some connection, and that's what gets people to move. And well, and we always, we always talk about any big decision and really almost any decision at all involves both the logical and emotional side. And I yeah. think what you're saying is we've got to tap in and be very aware that the emotional side is potentially the reason people buy. I mean, I recently procured a new uh, vehicle. I think I told you this and my audience, I think the same. We drive cars until they absolutely die and then we right. give them to charity. Right. <laughs> and then of course yeah. you have to buy a new car. Well, this year was that year we had to buy something new. And of course you look at everything, right? You, if you go into a spreadsheet, you would always buy like a Honda or Toyota. Why? Because the total cost of ownership is going to be much lower. Right. That's the financial decision. Exactly. But what if you want a few more horses, Tom? What if you want a different design? You want something right. that handles real purdy and real good. Yeah. Then the yeah, emotion. we don't. We don't just we buy something that represents us. It's our identity. It makes us feel. As, it's how you feel. I remember talking to a real estate developer about their property that they developed. They were developing high-rise apartments, and they said, "I said, so how do you differentiate your building, and how do you say it's, it's how people feel when they walk in the building? Mm. That's why they spend all that money on the lobby and the fixtures, and it's just how people feel." Um, you know, and, and what you're saying is true about the car. The reality is, is that people make emotional decisions and they support them with intellectual alibis. Yeah. You know, they, they, they come up with, oh, well, I know I need to support this with logic, but I really made an emotional decision. And I'll, I'll tell you a good example of this recently. Uh, and this is what got me thinking. When I was, the question was asked, what do you sell? I just immediately started thinking about what I just bought. Um, we, to give you a little context, our house was falling apart, right? So during COVID, I watched, I looked at my house every single day, right? And so <laughs> the, we've got bees and we've got problems with all the, the, the boards on the outside of the house. I have the fake stucco. It's starting to have mold in it. I got window problems. The window seals are, are um, you know, rotting. Um, I've got some, some cosmetic stuff happening. The chimney, the birds have pecked through the chimney because of the fake stucco. I mean, I just got problems, right? And I've got to fix these problems. It's pain. Yeah. And I've been thinking about this for a year and a half. And so I got this pain in my chest that's <laughs> driving me crazy every time I look at my house. I'm like, how am I going to fix it? And I don't have time, blah, 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 blah. And so we got a quote from a couple of painters. Mm -hmm. And yep. they said that they would fix the stuff and all that stuff. And and so it was, you know, I don't know if I said what it is. It was, it was X, right? Yeah. And then this other company comes out this last weekend. And they do everything. They manage everything. They guarantee it for life. And it was 4X. And I'm like, go, do it, yeah. fix it. And because the sales rep wasn't selling their, their, their GC, their contract services, they were saying, 
I am going to handle this for you and it's going to last forever and you don't have to deal with it. And you have to talk to the painters. And I just, my stress level started to just, I started becoming so happy that I didn't <laughs> care that it was 4X. Yeah. I didn't even know where I was going to get the money. I'm like, I'm just going to get the money and give it to this lady because she's going she's gonna to take care of it. And so what I realized is she's not selling construction services. Right. She's selling a stress-free turnkey beautiful home and I don't have to worry about it and I was happy she's making it was all motion related yeah because you, you have a problem she's making that problem go away without a lot of extra burned calories of you trying to trying to solve it yeah and and, and a lot of I think a lot of people do try to solve problems doing things themselves and general contracting their own their own their own experience which right. adds so much stress and what you're saying is she sold on the emotion of you don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. She didn't think about all the things. If she was going to sell logically, you know, she would talk about, you know, what other people have done and how much money they saved or what they sold their house for after that they bought this, you know, after they used our services, people sold their home and got this much more value. And she, you know, she could talk about total cost of ownership and she could have gotten into all the details of all the contractors that they work with and all their details, all that logical stuff. And so all she basically just stepped in saying is, I am going to handle it for you. Yeah. She's like, I'm already a designer. I know how to do all this. We have this team. This is how our company set up. We are completely set up so that you don't have to worry about it. It's turnkey, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, fine. I, you just totally, she just totally sold me. I mean, I mean, like on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She exactly. sold the emotion. She's and so that's, that's the, and so the, 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 the formula that I would, I would kind of bring all this together is we talk about action equals belief plus care. In other words, for people to act, right, it's belief plus care, ABC, action equals belief plus care. And most people focus on the belief. What do I want them to believe about my solution? But right. they really need to focus on the care. How do I get them to care? How do I get them to emotionally experience the benefit? Uh, and I think that's the key. That's what you're selling. Did you just create a new ABC of selling? Not the always oh, be closing. The ABC, uh, always, not, not always be closing. No, nope. not always. Not forgot about yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't Gary. always be closing. Exactly, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and the and the and the Alec Baldwin character always be closing. We've turned yeah. that into action equals belief plus care. Now that would probably be really good in a book somewhere. You think that might be in a book sometime? It soon? could be in the new book coming out, Scott. Unreceptive's coming out as we, we keep plugging, starting to plug oh. in, in the fall. Well, I Pre-order now, pre-order now. <laughs> pre-order that book. Yeah, well, it's, it really is. It's, 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 a, it's the last, the book deals with five barriers to selling, five barriers that really keep us from converting the most difficult customers and the unreceptive customers, which is really in steep decline. Customers that are receptive, are, are in steep decline. They just, people, reps are struggling to, to either get a meeting or change strongly held beliefs because sellers are becoming less and less relevant. And because of the way we've sold in the past and because of what's happening in the market. And one of the biggest barriers is changing beliefs. So this is where we unpack that formula in the, in the section. Well, and I think that's all great setup, but let's, let's give them a few nuggets. These loyal follow of, you know, followers of the podcast are, are wondering the how. Okay, we talked a little bit about the the examples and in, in what this uh, this this appears to be in terms of what we're selling. Yeah, but let's talk about the how. So tell us how we do this. 
so the first thing I would recommend is to decide, do you sell vitamins or vaccines? Mm. A friend of mine kind of teed that up for me the other day, and I thought that's a great way to think about it. Either you sell vitamins, which is I'm going to make your life better than it is now, yep. you, you know, take you to the next level, or I sell vaccines, which means I'm going to solve a problem that you know you have. Like yep. for my house, it was, a, it, was a, it was a vaccine. Like I got a problem, I need a vaccine. Yeah, stuff's falling down. Vitamins are like, I'm not really, I'm kind of fine with my house, but they're kind of saying, well, you, if you did this, you'd make more money off of it. You're thinking about selling and we could, if we added this addition or we did this, renovated this or that, you would actually make more money. And so you might sell both. You might sell vitamins and vaccines. And so the first thing you got to decide is, is what do you sell? If you sell both, the same holds true. You need to figure out the emotions associated with either one of those. They either need to visualize what it feels like to get the thing that you're going to give them, take them to the next level, you know, kind of like um, retirement. Yes. You know, like that's a, this is a great retirement. This is a great example of how emotions drive decision making. If you ask people, you know, everybody raise your hand. If you think you should save for retirement, everybody, everybody, everybody would say, raise your hand. Then you go, well, what percentage of people actually save for retirement? It's like 15%. Yeah. Right. They know they need to. That's the belief, but they don't care enough. Until, until somebody knows what it feels like to be broken 70, they will not save for retirement. Yeah. Oh, for and sure. So we, if I sell, so that's a vitamin thing. Yeah. That's a vitamin thing. Hey, this is good for you. You need to do this. Yep. The future's coming you got to get them to feel like what it's, what it's like to feel broken 70. So whatever you sell, what's this future stake that you're taking them to? And they got to be there. They get, you got to put them in the room and they got to know what that feels like. And so that's the first thing. If it's a vaccine, then you need to, you know, like this company I met with, they were reducing stress. Yeah. They're saying, this is stressful. And then you got to deal with all this stuff and then it's not right. And then who do you call? And it's like, we're going to make sure it's, it's guaranteed forever. And so this is what it feels like when you find out a year later that they didn't do it right. Ooh, that feels bad. That feels really bad. I don't like that feeling. No, no. So figure out what you sell and, 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 and determine the, the, the corresponding emotions. I like it. I like it. So, you know, um, I know you've, you've talked about this before in, in selling vitamins or, you know, say you're selling retirement plans, right? I mean, that is a, to, to convert that into emotion seems like it would take some work. I know we've talked about on the podcast before a way to get them to that state, that word picture that we've talked about in the past. Of course, you can, mm-hmm. you can put word picture into our search engine on our, our website and find tons of articles on this. We've even podcasted about it before, but you've got to get people to emotionally experience either the payoff or that pain mm-hmm. that they might eventually have if they're not saving for retirement. I mean, I still remember I had just graduated college, just got my first job selling copiers in the Bronx and Harlem, as you always remind me of. And, um, (laughs) and my dad said there, you know, your paperwork when you get there is going to say, do you want to contribute to your 401k? You say yes. And you put the maximum allowable, you know, amount in there. And at the time it's, I think it's still 15% and pretend you never saw it. And that was the best advice ever. Now, did he sell me on a word picture? No, he, he still had authority over me and just said, that's a good idea. You should do it. But he could have also said, because then you're going to get to retirement age and you're going to have a nest egg, something you right. Yeah. right. So he was giving me my vitamins way back 
Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, and, and sometimes that works, right? Now, when you, it's a little different, you have a relationship with your father. Yeah, it's unlike a relationship we have with customers. And so, but if you have that kind of relationship with your customer, you can just say, "Do this; it's good for you." Yeah. But what we're really talking about, which I think is really important, is what is there is a difference. Is what we're talking about is where we really don't have a high level of receptivity. We don't have that pedigree with them. Right. They're going, I don't know you. Like I've never met this lady before, you know, she came to my house. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So now that she's got to get me to spend four X and choose her over the competition, which there's multiple competitors. Sure. Yeah. So that's where it's, all, but, but take the situation with your dad and let's say you're like, I don't, I don't agree with that. I want a car. Yeah. <laughs> like that would have been more my, at that age, I would have like, I don't really care about that. I don't want a car. Uh, I'll do that later. I'm going to be rich. You know, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'll make lots of money. I don't need to save for retirement, which that could happen too. Now you got to pull out a, a tool to get them to see. And so, like you said, word picture is a way to do that. Yep. Where you use an analogy. Yep. Um, and you kind of connect the analogy and help them see something. Um, that they don't see or feel or experience. And again, there's a lot we've offered on that before. Absolutely. Um, stories are good. Yep. You know, yeah. stories. Tell a story about someone that was in retirement and was not, was not doing so well. That'll yeah. scare the, you know, what out of somebody. Yeah. Have them meet with somebody and go, okay, let's go look at that person. Yeah. Um, and that, I missed that. I, I did not get that talk. Yeah. <laughs> I did yep. not. And so, it, I woke up as I got older when I started experiencing the pain of being, you know, being in 70 and not having a lot of money and the stress yeah. of that. Yeah. But I think that the most, the one that I want to stress today is, is, is I think the easiest one to pull off, which also might require a little bit of work is process. Okay. Is create a process that helps the, the customer experience the benefit that you want them to experience. So in the case of this company I met with, they sent me to houses that they had turnkeyed the, the, the facade makeover and I just got to see it. And I'm like, I want that. Mm -hmm. yeah, go to this neighborhood, which it was really smart. The neighborhoods were a step above my neighborhood. <laughs> so they were nicer houses. Yep. And, which was smart. And they're like, go, they were close. Yep. And they're like, you just go to go to these three houses and go look at what they are. So that if I get in my car and do that, that's, that's the best. And then they had a design center, you know, so you did, they had a process. And so yep. um, I think it's really critical to think about what process can you put in place where the customer is going to experience the benefit and also differentiate your solution. If you can, if you can combine those two things with your process, man, that that's that's an easy way to sell. That yeah. makes the hard sell easy. Well, and and like everything, it just takes a little preparation on the part of you know you and maybe working with your manager to think about what that might look like. What is that process? That ultimate buying process feel like that gets the um, the ultimate emotion involved right. in the buying decision. Because I think what we're talking about today is that you're not selling solutions and products and services. You're selling the emotion to change something, right? To make something yeah. better, uh, to, to take away stress, right? No yeah. matter what they're buying, there's, there's something stressful about what they're doing. And if you can remove or relieve that stress, uh, we're, you're going to be in a better place. You're going to be more of a trusted advisor and you're going to help them uh, make the right decision, right? Yep. Yep. Good. I, 
I think it's, and it's, it's also the best way to advance the opportunity is mm -hmm. when you're helping them make a decision that they win. You know, they're like, here's how, this is the way that you should, you know, here's what I recommend you do to determine that this is the right solution for you, or this is the path that you should go on. Here are the steps. And that's how you, you know, that's how you advance and get a commitment because you're helping the customer make the right decision. And you who are in the business, you meaning seller, you are in the, who are in the business of selling your solution, this is what you do every day. You should have the best, you should be the authority on the best way to evaluate this type of solution. Don't let the customer lead that process. They're novice at buying at best. Yeah. They yeah. may, they may never have bought before. So right. we're the ones that should drive that. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, why receptivity is plummeting is because they don't think the seller adds value. Yeah, yeah. And every survey that's coming out now, they're, they're saying, well, I'd rather buy direct online rather than evaluate talking to a salesperson. Yeah. Well, that's what they're saying is I don't find value. We need to offer value. That is. Am I, am I, do I sound like I'm on a soapbox today? No, you are a little you bit soapbox. The global overlord of selling, and so the I think people really they perk up and listen. Yeah. Your pedigree is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely pedigree. I think the beer's yeah. talking, Tom. This yeah, is yeah. Our my forefathers have been kicked out of every decent country in the world. <laughs> <laughs> We're eleven and one. What movie is that? What movie Ripes. is that? If anybody, okay, Scott, if anybody can can chime in, yep, on our whatever, can they can they make comments on our podcast? They can on on LinkedIn. Page. For anybody sure. can no. chime in. We'll, we're we're uh, we'll do a drawing. We'll do a drawing and send them a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Starbucks. Okay, oh, whoever we're gonna we'll do a drawing from names twenty five bucks. I'll pay for it if they know what movie that came from. All right, sounds perfect. All right. Hey, anything and they else? They can't look it up, by the way. They can't look it up. That's not, that's cheating. That's cheating. They just have to know. And, we, to and know. we have, we have thousands of ways to validate whether they cheated. Thousands of ways thousands. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> anything else before we turn these crazies out on, uh, on the loose? No, nothing other than encouraging people that, um, you can be successful. I know a lot of people are struggling still with, I mean, the things are coming back. I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, sellers starting to hit their number and yeah. making strides, everybody I'm talking to. So we're turning the corner. I mean, you know, some, some sellers are killing it because of just how their business is lined up based on what we've been going through. But if the, those of you that are struggling to hit your number, keep doing what you know you need to do to be successful. It is going to turn around. It really is. And I, and I think, you know, even our clients, we're starting to see potentially some face-to-face -face meetings coming back. And I think uh, the world is opening back up and that is yeah. exciting for all of us. I think uh, we've all learned a lot from COVID and, and uh, virtual selling and some of the things we've talked about over the last year. But I think all of us as humans and creatures of community that like to be together are very excited about uh, a summer full of seeing other faces without masks on, Tom. Yes. Yes. I love that. I forgot. Oh, I mean, I don't even think about masks anymore. I know. Isn't it great? It's but awesome. We are in the South. It's a little easier down here. It is. It is. Well, he's Tom Stanfill. We are so excited to have our global overlord of selling and now author. Make sure you get out there and pre-order the book, download and subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. We want to get this to as many people as we can, and we will see you in another week on Sales with Aslan.